who wants this? You know what? Yeah, it's toast. Yo, now that everybody's got their minds right, who wants to hear the weirdest news? Yo, we in the right spot. Sit back and get ready to have your minds blown by Jonesy. Right here on Weird AF. Hey, weirdos. What's up? It's Jonesy. I hope you had a great weekend. I got a weird story here out of Canada. A lot of stuff coming out of Canada lately. It's pretty It's pretty wild. I've been loving you Canadians up there. You're really... I think you're trying to be as weird as we are in the U.S. You're going to have to try a little harder, but uh, I like I like the effort. Canadians with Down syndrome appeal to become the first human endangered species. Humans are certainly not an endangered species, but a group of people in Canada are sounding the, the alarm of being at risk of being an endangered species. Those with Down syndrome are appealing to be the first humans to be added to the endangered species list, and the stars of the spots make a compelling argument for their protective status. Oh, I didn't, I'm surprised that they're, uh, I thought it would be redheads or the endangered species of humans. Yeah, there's not, I, I find like r- my redheads are disappearing slowly. You know, they used to be everywhere. Now, I don't find them so often. Any any freckly-ass redheads out there that you... <laughs> I think you guys should be the endangered species. I do. I do. Um, although maybe, you know, the, maybe the Down syndrome uh, group can uh, make a better argument. Let's see what they say. In some countries, such as the U.S., there have been 30% fewer people born with Down syndrome than projected. And in a few countries, that number is approaching zero. Because of this, the the Down syndrome community has less of a voice in the world today, resulting in a lack of housing, a lack of education, and a lack of funding for a community that desperately needs support. The Canadian Down Syndrome Society is applying to the International Union for the the Conservation of of Nature that the organization that manages the red list of threatened species to have people with Down syndrome become the first humans to ever be included on the list in an effort to advocate for similar kinds of funding, protections, government intervention, and public awareness that species on the endangered list receive. Wow. So they want to be treated like, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of an endangered species. There's a lot of them, right? The wombat. They want to be treated like the wombat. Um, And they want the same rights as some of these animals. I'm okay with that, I guess. So we're not allowed to hunt anyone with Down syndrome. Okay, I agree. You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't be able to hunt anybody that has Down syndrome. <laughs> you can't be selling Down syndrome uh, people on the black market. All right, just like you can't sell endangered species animals on the black market. Okay, the bald eagle is protected. Maybe people with Down syndrome need to also have that kind of protection. Um, I don't know enough about it. I really don't. I, I didn't know. I didn't realize that Down syndrome, the Down syndrome community was shrinking. Obviously, one of the things that I think is probably going on, I don't know a lot about this, but my guess is now that we have so much great, we have technology now, I think people, I think there are some times where people, uh, people are finding out ahead of time that they're going to have a Down syndrome child and then they choose to make a decision to not have that child however way they decide to do it. I don't know what the technology is these days, but I think that's something that's going on, probably in the US at least. Um mm. And so that's obviously affecting the, you know, the lack of people that have it, uh, have Down syndrome. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, does this mean we're also going to have like a, uh, their own communities? I don't know about, I didn't know that, I mean, I don't know. Do, 
The people that I know with Down syndrome, they live with a family and the family takes care of them. I didn't know they were trying to also get their own communities as well. And I mean, I wasn't aware of that. Does anybody know more about this Down syndrome situation? I mean, maybe they can kind of call in on this. Anyone uh, have a family member who has Down syndrome who can sort of weigh in on this as well? I'm curious to hear what you have to say about it. I think it's I think it's awfully weird that they're resorting to trying to get the same rights that animals have. that, that, that the endangered animals have. I thought that, I think that's kind of odd. There's got to be a better way around, around it than that. Maybe there isn't though. Maybe they tried the regular way and it didn't work. And so they're like, well, what the hell? Let's, let's pretend they're, you know, we'll, we'll like, we'll register them as sea lions and then maybe they'll, maybe the government will give us some money. I mean, if that's what it takes, hell, I'm on board. To promote the movement, the campaign includes a series of videos and print ads featuring people with Down syndrome representing the endangered species. People with Down syndrome dressed up as lions, sea turtles, pandas, and rhinos. This is weird. A li- they say they have lines like, A lion can roar for help. I can only ask. And just as fierce, I'm just as endangered. The, the, <laughs> this, is, this is really weird. Has any, have any of you seen these campaigns up in Canada? They were, com- they were created by a uh, group in Toronto, apparently. Now, they've, in, they've timed this endangered syndrome campaign to coincide with Canadian Down Syndrome Week, which was this past week, November 1st through, through the 7th. You may not think about it, but the reality is that people with Down Syndrome face far more challenges than most of us. Yes, they do. I agree with that. And they need more support than they're getting. I'm, I'm, probably, I'm sure that's probably correct. Whether it's underfunded support for programs for higher education, for education, period, higher rates of unemployment, extended wait lists for appropriate housing, or even just negative public perception and stigma, the challenges faced by people with Down syndrome aren't decreasing, they're increasing. Yes, well, I'm, I'm all for uh, helping them out because uh, uh, I know the challenges that, uh, I can just imagine the challenges that, that the families of people with Down syndrome and Down, people with Down syndrome have. Uh, my neighbor has a child with Down syndrome. He's not a child anymore, he's about 28, 29, but he seems like a child. Um, his name is Philip. He's a, he's a lovely young man. And, um, and I try to help them out when they need help with Philip. Philip can be a little bit of a handful for them and they're a little, they're a little old. And so they need help with Philip. So occasionally I'll, I try and be of service and, and I see the challenge that they have. It's really, it's really difficult. Um, so I'm, I'm all for helping out that, that community and those, those that need it, um, that are, you know, dealing with the, the, that condition. And so, yeah, this is good. This is all, I'm getting emotional. God, man, this is, this is Jonesy showing you another side of him. <laughs> I care, man. At the end of the day, I care. You know, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I don't feel for the, I don't feel for the people that, you know, are out there doing stupid things that, like I cover on my show. But I, I feel for the people out there who are, you know, this is no fault of their own. I, I do think it's a little strange, the approach, but, you know, maybe it'll work. If it works, then what a great approach at the end of the day, right? If they're like, hey... You gave money to the bald eagle. Why don't you give money to the people with Down syndrome? How about that government? And if the government, if that's what it takes to get the government to do it, then man, high five over that shit. That's good. That's just my opinion. Call into Weird AF News. I want to hear from you. 646-450-2012. So a 69-year-old man sues to legally change his age to 49 because of the Tinder benefits of being 20 years younger. This is weird. Um, 
So this guy is from the Netherlands. He's some kind of motivational guru. He looks like an ass, to be honest with you. Uh, he's trying to legally change his birthday so he will face what he calls less discrimination, uh, mostly from potential online romantic process, uh, prospects. He says, this is his quote, When I'm on Tinder and it says I'm 69, I don't get any answers. I get no matches. When I'm 49, with the face that I have, I will be in a very luxurious position. <laughs> we live in a time when you can change your name and change your gender. Why can't I decide my own age? <laughs> Why can't I have my choice for that? Well, yeah, man, but you can always uh, lie. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? I mean, do like the rest of us do on our Tinder profiles. Lie. <laughs> is that so hard? <laughs> I don't understand what the big deal is here. It's not rocket scientists, you moron. You lie on your dating profile just like the rest of us. What do you think? We're all being truthful on there? <laughs> Come on now. You think this is a situation where everyone's telling the damn truth? You see the camera angles? You, think, you see what we're trying to hide, dumbass? You think this is, what do you think is going on in the dating world, the dating profiles online? That, that's, it's fantasy, my man, fantasy. The sooner you wrap your head around that and get with the program, the sooner you'll find a match. Someone else who's also lying about their state of affairs. <laughs> and there you guys go. Now, this guy's apparently, uh, the other thing that's going on here, I guess, is he, he's trying to change his name with the local municipality. He should be able to. I heard you could, I'm sorry, not change your name, change your age. And uh, I guess, I mean, I don't have any, any objections to that if you want to change your age legally. I mean, who cares anymore? We're changing all sorts of crap, you know? Like, he's, like we're changing our genders, we're changing our names. Who cares? Change your age. Who gives a damn at the end of the day? I really don't care. <laughs> He's suing his local municipality after it denied his request to change his age on legal documents. He told a court in the city of, of Arnhem that he did not feel his age, comparing himself to people who identify as transgender, who don't feel... Well, that's not really that... I wouldn't compare the two, really. They're two different things, obviously. Like, yeah... Yeah, I feel like a teenager. I mean, I don't Should I be able to change my name? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Now, the more I think about it, maybe, that, maybe, maybe you shouldn't be able to change your age. Who damn at the end of the day so you feel your age great celebrate that yourself like be you know that's a good thing for you you don't have to also do it on paper like who you know who cares oh you want people to think you're younger uh why don't you just just lie like the rest of us who want to put out a, a younger age you know what are people carding you when you say no what are you gonna say you're going to tell them your age is something else and they're going to go, I don't believe you. Show me your ID. Like, no one gives a shit, man. No one cares. You feel 50? Tell them you're 50. Who cares? I don't... He argues that since his age does not represent his emotional state, he was being discriminated against in his personal and professional life. Therefore, he wants to change his birthday from March 11, 1949 to March 11, 1969. He says, when I'm 69, I'm limited. If I'm 49, then I can buy a new house, drive a different car, I can make up for work. I can take up more work, he says. He says his doctor told him he has a, the body of a 45-year-old. He refers to himself as a, quote, young god. He just sounds like a dick, to be honest with you. That's what's going on here. <laughs> this guy's so full of himself, it's ridiculous. In that case, no, I don't think you should be able to change it because you're just a jerk. <laughs> there, I can change my opinion based on the person <laughs> trying to get... I can... 
I can change my opinion on whether or not someone should have rights by how they act. And this guy acts like an idiot, so he doesn't get the right to change his name. <laughs> Josie, that ain't fair. Yeah, whatever. It's my show. <laughs> yeah, he's just a dick, this guy. You know, hey, if you're being discriminated discriminated against for age and stuff, like I can see that. I can see that. But this is why I'm saying just lie. Like who? Like just lie. So what? Lie. Yes, there are certain instances where you have to give the actual paperwork for certain things when you're applying for certain things. Yeah, but in the, you know, that's just a very small percentage. The rest of the world is lying about their age when they feel like it. That's what's happening. Well, you know, I don't know. What do you guys think, my fellow weirdos? I mean, do you think this guy should be able to change his, his age legally? Do you think changing your age legally is, is exactly what he says it is? Like changing your gender? Do you think there's a parallel there at all? I don't, I don't know. I really don't think so. Do you think when he says, well, I don't feel 60, I feel 45. Do you think that's similar to someone saying, well, I don't feel like a, a male, I feel like a woman. Do you think that that's the same thing? That's what he's saying. I don't know. Call into Weird AF News. I want to hear on this. And do you think he should be allowed to do it? I'm going to change my age to 18. What do you think about that? <laughs> so I got some gray hair. So what? I'm just an old, I'll just be, I'm just an old looking 18 year old. That's what I'll say. I'm just a, <laughs> I'm just a guy that likes to drink straight Vodka on the rocks at 18. So what? That's not weird. Is that weird? <laughs> this is a good one right here. You're going to really love this one. A man dies after injecting silicone into his testicles. Why? Why? This is what I call really acting Florida. <laughs> a man has died after injecting silicone into his genitals as part of a body manipulation fetish. Oh, well, his name is Jack Chapman. He's also known as Tank Haffertepin. <laughs> what the hell? Jack Chapman, Jack Chapman, also known as Tank Haffertepin. That's a strange alter, alter ego right there. Uh, he posted pictures showing his swollen genitals, which was a side effect of silicone injections. I guess he wanted to have Big balls. You know, he wanted to sing that song. Well, I've got big balls, and we've got big balls, and she's got big balls, but we've got the biggest balls of them all, because we injected silicone in them, and we died. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but it's really funny. <laughs> now, this practice, in case you didn't know, the article tells you, the practice of injecting silicone into your balls is highly dangerous. Wow, thank you. Did you go to school for that? And the 28-year-old Australian's death certificate listed silicone injection syndrome as a cause of death. Then it says he also died with lung problems. Oh, from lung problems. Well, what is it? Silicone in the balls or smoking? Mr. Chapman became involved in master-slave relationships within the gay community while living in San Francisco and Seattle. His mother's a popular gay blogger. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's funny. This is also... She she wrote... She did a nice write-up for her son's death here, apparently. Uh, now, he was introduced to body manipulation through his mother, apparently. 
Um, this 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 article is strange. He became involved. He came became involved with a with a body manipulation fetish. Okay. Which is, uh, I guess, injecting silicone into you, but in a, in a in a way that's dangerous and painful. So, like silicone breasts, that's not body manipulation fetish per se, right? There, I guess, if you start sticking silicone into body parts that we ordinarily don't put it in, then it's a fetish of some sort. This is this is my guess. I don't know anything about it. I've never joined a club, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm not into that stuff. I mean, I mean, I'm not against certain kinky activities in the bedroom, of course. So that's you know, it's it's quite a good time in my opinion. But you're not going to catch me injecting things into my genitals. That's just not that's not a good time. No, I don't think so. But then again, I never tried it. I mean, what do I know? Maybe I'm missing out on a whole world of uh, a whole world of glee. <laughs> Although you know, this guy, this guy being a victim, I mean, it doesn't sound like it was all that fun at the end of the day. Sticking silicone in your in your ass and your genitals. I mean, other places that it doesn't belong. That's um, that's pretty weird. It's pretty crazy. But then again, who am I to judge? You know, some people like weird stuff. There's so many different fetishes. I should do a whole episode on the kinds of fetishes that there that there are. I covered a few of them. Um, do you remember the one where everyone dresses up like a pony and they do a pony show? <laughs> These people dress up like ponies and they do they prance around. And then they do, uh, they have like obstacle courses and they prance through them. And <laughs> I just thought that was, oh, the photos were just ridiculous. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I still can't, I still can't. Yeah, the fetishes out there are just, if you can imagine it, that it could be a fetish, there are someone, there's people out there doing it. If Whatever it is that you imagine, you know, if you're like, what, is there people putting hacky sacks up their butt? Yeah, they probably are putting people putting hacky sacks up their butt and then kicking each other in the ass. <laughs> they call it, <laughs> it's a hacky sack, <laughs> it's a hacky sack rectum fetish. <laughs> oh man, I like that one. That's a good one. Let's keep that one. Let me Google that one. I bet you we can find a group. <laughs> Uh, this is Jonesy with Weird AF News. What else would it be? How weird was that? This is Seeking Plum, and you're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. Hey, what's up, weirdos? It's Jonesy. It's Monday. I hope you had a great weird weekend. Uh, I had a nice time in my hometown doing sh- doing a nice big show. I had a nice turnout up in Boston. Two shows, as a matter of fact. Good times. Uh, and I'm on my way back to New York City. Got a couple days here. And then I'm going to fly back to L.A. on Wednesday. And I'm a little, uh, I'm not that excited to go to L.A. Uh, for a couple of reasons. And that is, you know, the fires there and the, the shootings and stuff. That I'm, It's just been, it's kind of a wild time right now over there. And it's like, coincidentally, I was away from all that out here, which is, uh, I mean, that's very coincidental. Uh, yeah, so I got to go back to some friends who no longer have a home and that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, it's going to be, uh, I, feel, I feel bad for those people that have been affected by that stuff. But, you know, got to go back. Got to do what we can. Uh, thanks for all your support, by the way, and your emails and your calls and all that. A couple of people checked in on me. Appreciate that. Made sure I'm okay. I'm alive. Yay. Uh, and um, lastly, uh, just want to let you know, if you haven't bought my comedy album yet, uh, 
Think about that. It's on my website, jonesy.com. You get a discount. Weirdo is the discount code. So do that if you feel like it. Um, also, join my Patreon if you want. You'll get a free download of the album if you do that. It's uh, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. That can be a thing for you. Uh, you can support Weird AF, New- Weird AF News and, sh- and show Jonesy some of your love. You know? I mean, I know you love me anyways, but this is just going the extra mile. Uh, you can always uh, email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Call in 646-450-2012. You can DM me at Funny Jones on Instagram and Twitter. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. Uh, thanks for all that you, uh, all your support and all your love. It's nice to hear from fans and stuff. And uh, yeah, hope you have a good week. I'll talk to you manana. Manana. What up, this DJ Royalty, a.k.a. Crypto, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, we peeping out the weirdest fuck news, man. That's crazy, man. Keep, keep it cracking. Um... Me and DJ Riri, she about to have her own show going on. Go ahead and uh, be sure to check out Grown Teach Radio. That's Grown Teach Radio. I know you already know what this is. Grow Tech Radio, man. Keep it cracking. I'm DJ Rote, aka Crypto. And DJ Riri. What's up? It's Riri in the house. I just want to show my love and just give a shout out. You know what I'm saying? I, I really don't have much to say, but I'm loving what you're doing. Keep up the good work. That's how we do it, man. Keep it cracking. Grow tech. Continue to grow technology.